8 p.m. on a Tuesday, Boston, Massachusetts. Hi guys, I got some news, some terrible news. We got a huge problem. I feel like we could do a podcast and it would be a million times better than whatever that drivel was we were listening to. What the hell is a podcast? What is that? The future of radio. You jabronis. Hey yo, and welcome to the Always Sunny Cast. I'm your co-host Eric. And I'm Tiger Woods. <laughs> This is the podcast where we go through Always Sunny, episode by episode, scene by scene. We break it all down and we dissect it. We talk about the, the like, you know, every little detail that comes up. We look up information about people they mention, whatever it happens to be. Yeah, the ins and outs. Yeah, the ins and outs of the show and we just talk about it and uh, we have some fun doing it, I think. <laughs> Sometimes we do. And this for the listeners, I got news, terrible news. We're back. Season seven, baby. Here we go. Against your wishes and our better judgment, we are back. <laughs> I can't believe we're doing this again. <laughs> Seven seasons. That's pretty crazy. I think for this I think for this season, I think our motto should be that we don't take no shit no more, and also we're gonna become footboys. <laughs> footboys. <laughs> Is this a new fetish you've developed <laughs> in between last season? Well, I mean, after maybe watching this episode thirty times like I have, yeah. Yeah, I, think so. I mean, it, it seems like a lucrative career. <laughs> sure. Uh, do we have, you know, I haven't seen or spoken to you since we stopped recording the last episode. Is, right. Is there anything you need to fill me or the listeners in with before we start? You got anything news? Uh, do I have no news. Um, just living my life. What, what about, I see you uh, grew a ponytail. <laughs> Yeah, I figured I'd spice things up with a tail. Uh, <laughs> I gotta say, it's working. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> and I, I, I gotta say, I like the new jacket. It's tight as dick skin. It looks good on you. <laughs> it looks good. All right, we got nothing to report. We have no lives and nothing going on. So here we go. Let's just get into this. That you, people have been waiting extremely long for this. I, we've been getting yelled at. I, we are getting uh, a lot of feedback of, are you guys still doing this? What's going on? Yeah. Uh, the answer is kind of. Sort of? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, here we are. We're recording, finally. Uh, let's just jump into it. Let's just let's, let's do this. Today, we're talking Season 7, Episode 1, Frank's Pretty Woman. Original air date is September 15th, 2011. And actually, it first premiered at the San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, they did this. Uh, they like premiered this for a crowd and stuff before you know. Oh, it, as like it, a teaser. Yeah, they they showed the first episode. So yeah, this actually premiered at San Diego Comic Con in 2011. Uh, written by Scott Motter and Rob Roselle, our old friends there, who it seemed to be. Uh, I, I we're learning that Scott Motter and Rob Roselle really write a lot of the best episodes. A ton of them. Yeah. I mean, a ton of them. Yes. And Some of is, our favorites, I think. This included like this episode is, I would say. A, a top tier one of the top 10 maybe yeah no this is a banger oh yeah uh it's directed by matt shackman and ross what is the imdb summary of this episode when frank decides to marry a prostitute the gang tries to uncover her heart of gold now that may be the starting thesis that's not really what happens in the episode no not not really i mean they all kind of have their own angle and they're not really looking for her heart of gold. They're just trying to put a like paint on her. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to 
polish a turd, as they say. <laughs> yeah, like so it, that that description is a li- I, th- I think a little off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this episode was released in 2011. Ross, do you got anything going on in the world that, that was happening in 2011? Um, well, exciting news. We have the ghost of Wilford Brimley to present our 2011 fact. Okay. Okay. Let's welcome him in. Yeah. Welcome, Wilford. Okay. Uh, <laughs> thanks, folks. Um, in, according to the CDC, nearly 26 million Americans had diabetes in 2011. In addition, an estimated 80 million U.S. adults had prediabetes, a condition which blood sugar levels are higher than normal, but not high enough to be diagnosed as diabetes. Pre-diabetes raises a person's risk of type 2 diabetes, heart disease, and stroke. Stop uh, saying diabetes. You sound like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get out of here, Wilford. Now, uh, Ross. <laughs> yeah? Have you heard Wilford Brimley speak? Have you heard the guy talk at all? <laughs> yeah, sure. Because I think you might sound a little more like Charlie's casual millionaire than <laughs> than Wilford Brimley. You mean but the ghost of Wilford Brimley? The ghost of Wilford Brimley. But that was a good, that was still, thank you, Wilford, for doing that for us. That's uh, interesting. My cat has diabetes. Diabetes. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Cold open, 11.30 a.m. on a Monday in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. At the bar, as Dee, Charlie, and Dennis discuss adopting a dog for the bar, Frank comes in with his new girlfriend and tells the gang he's going to ask for her hand in marriage. He's on the phone here with the South Philly Animal Shelter. Yeah, a place that I did not find existed. Yeah, it's pretty general to just that term, South. It's not really a name. Right. There, I did look it up. There are a couple. Uh, one that has the acronym PAWS, which I thought was kind of cool. Hey, if, you, if that's there for the taking, <laughs> take it. <laughs> D- Dennis wants to be know like what's going on here because she wants to file some adopting things, and I love this. I love this idea of first leaving Dennis out, right? And then also the way Charlie explains this is like he's aggravated, like he doesn't want to <laughs> have to explain it to him. Like, come on, man, like. It doesn't matter. This doesn't affect you. Like, they're really trying to leave yeah, Dennis out. Yeah, it's too much. <laughs> yeah. So, apparently, they are adopting a, a a dog fight. They want to adopt a dog that was a dog fighting dog. Right. Like a, a real pro. <laughs> and they want to re- rehabilitate this dog to only bite humans. Is, <laughs> right? Is that what D, <laughs> that's what D says, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and... and <laughs> They, they they're leaving. That's the, what their plan is. But they and they're leaving Dennis out because they referenced that he, last time they tried to get a junkyard dog. If you remember, they came home mm-hmm. with a junkyard cat. Right. Um. This is going to be like the first of many references to past episodes. This is kind of like it, if you're seeing this without seeing previous episodes, you're missing a lot of uh, references. I'd say so too. Yeah. It's and they they start doing this a lot. This is like a thing, like things just start coming back, like random things you think would never be mentioned again. <laughs> yeah. I uh, just, I mean, uh, yeah. This is where um, I think the last few seasons, including this season, this is where your watching really pays off. Right. Can we believe, can you believe that we're all or in season seven? Is that insane? <laughs> Is that madness? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's mad. Do you remember the name of the, of the junkyard cat? 
Jack Bauer. That's Agent right. Agent Jack Bauer. Special Agent Jack Bauer. That's right. <laughs> it took a minute for me to remember, but I remember. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, and Dennis is, doesn't want some sort of hellhound running around. And But the, this is great where D explains, like, you know, we're going to have this dog, and if, and then she says when it bites somebody, not, <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll have a cool story. They'll have a cool story to tell, an awesome story. And and. Charlie's backing her up on this. Yeah, it's a win-win. Bit by a pit bull over down at Patty's. Like, wow, that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. And Dennis <laughs> just goes, I don't understand. <laughs> and Charlie ends it with, uh, and if you are a intruder, you should get bit by a pit bull. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's pretty crazy. Like, I, and I just, that is why they're leaving Dennis out, because Dennis is, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> They do this thing, too, where they will start the episode almost in the middle of a different episode. Mm. And then they'll jump to something else or something. You know what I mean? Like, something sparked them to wanting to get this dog. Right. This is kind of like Simpsons-like to me. Yeah, that's right. With the first, like, five, five, six minutes of The Simpsons... Are com- has nothing to do has with the point of the episode. nothing to do with the rest of the episode. Yeah, it's almost like a mini-episode before the episode. Yeah. Uh and it's and it's funny too because we'll talk about it later when when Mac shows up, but Mac also knows about the dog. Like the dog was a thing; it was a plan. Right. It was discussed, but it was intentionally left out that yeah. Dennis didn't hear about this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and then we do this thing too, where we get we get a third person pan over, but on the phone, because then she starts mm. going like, "Oh, how long is this gonna?" Oh, they hung up on me. So because that whole conversation they were talking. D had the phone up to her ear, so they heard everything she was <laughs> they saying. They were gonna their intentions with this dog. <laughs> their intentions with the dog. <laughs> I yeah, thought that exactly. was like one of the like very subtle. Like you could kind of like sort of forget that she's on the phone. She's on the line. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. And it's like it's that thing they do, and they do it actually later in this episode where they will have a full blown conversation in front of people, like a crazy conversation with people watching or listening. Or... <laughs> yeah, oh, at the doctor. Yeah, the doctor. Yeah, exactly. So then that, and this is where Frank comes in with his new girlfriend, Roxy. You got anything on Roxy? Yes, Roxy is played by Alana Ubach. She was born 1975 from Downey, California. She was in Euphoria, Mythic Quest, Bombshell, Beekman's World, Hung, Californication. Legally Blonde series, and she does a bunch of voiceover work for shows like like children shows mostly, but like Monsters at Work, Pound Puppies, and stuff. Really, <laughs> it's it, yeah, it's interesting. She <laughs> has quite the career that spans like a few things. Russ, now I know you don't look at the trivia because of our yeah, I'm not, uh, our agreement. agreement. Yeah, our agreement, <laughs> the contract you signed. Uh, yep. So you you didn't catch this, but actually, Danny DeVito and how do you say your last name? I said Ubach, but Ubach. it's U B A C H. Yeah, Alana U- Ubach. Danny DeVito and Alana Ubach played father <laughs> and daughter in the 1994 film Renaissance Man. They know huh. each other. Yeah, they, this is they, huh. he's, he's worked with her. He played her father <laughs> in in a, di- in a different, <laughs> more appropriately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So actually she's uh yeah, she she's a returning sort of uh partner of DeVito's. Yeah. It seems like they probably had chemistry on on set and Yeah. 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 She's funny. I mean, she's hilarious. Oh, she's great. 
uh, they come in here and they want to know who this is, obviously. And it's Frank's new girl, Roxy. She seems like a prostitute. <laughs> oh, that's because she is. <laughs> yeah. And Frank takes two shots. Do you see, notice Frank just takes two shots of whiskey here? Yeah, he pours himself uh, some St. Andrew's Cross whiskey, which I couldn't find anywhere, but... Yeah. I thought it was interesting the brands they sometimes choose for these. Some, yeah, sometimes they're just movie prop brands. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's he pouring? Iced tea? Like, what's in there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, lemonade, iced tea. Uh, and so he's uh, he takes those two shots, and it's his girlfriend, but not for long, because he's going to make that whore his wife. Is it one of the many times the word whore or something like that is uttered in this? Like, I, you don't hear the word whore that much outside of, like, Deadwood. <laughs> yeah. Th- I mean, this episode, especially, the language is, like, pretty heavy, like, <laughs> pretty slamming Roxy. Like, yeah, like, I feel bad. Frank, me too. Like, Frank will, like, call her, like, like a bitch a or bitch something. A bitch or whore. But he's, that's, and, he's not saying it, like, maliciously. No, he's not. It's, and that, so it's like, weird. Uh, that's the the part that's confusing, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it, it's not. I think it's off-putting, but... Of course, it's supposed to be. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's off-putting. They're crass. <laughs> They're unspeakably crass. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then we get, the, uh, we get the title card, Frank's Pretty Woman. It's a good title. Have you... Uh, do you know what this title is referencing? <laughs> the movie Pretty Woman? <laughs> Have you seen the movie Pretty Woman? No. <laughs> Was I supposed to for this episode? No, you know I haven't seen it either. I'm 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 familiar like enough like uh, when I was a kid. I remember that movie like coming out and like being a thing. I remember thinking like, wow, that looks bad. You know what I mean? Like, like wow, I, can't, I <laughs> yeah, do not want to see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like a not for me type movie. Yeah, but I'm sure it's fine, but it's yeah, it's not for me. Um, yeah, I'm sure for its time it was pretty awesome, probably. But, but I, I get it. I get the bits, the closing the jewelry thing almost on her hand. and I, get, I, I know the bits and parts from the from the movie. I mean, it's essentially just like trying to like rehab, I guess. Yeah, a prostitute. But a it's prostitute. Not, it's, it's not like this. Like this episode, I think, be, other than saying let's throw a pretty woman her way, they don't do much in the way of what pretty woman does. <laughs> no, not even a little bit. <laughs> no, not even a little bit. They don't really even get to it. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like at one point, her and D go shopping, but like that might truly, ha- that, that probably happens. Truly, no, because <laughs> I feel like Roxy's schooling her around. Yeah, you know right. What I mean? exactly. Like, like D switches sides. Yeah, right. So yes, all right. So after the opening credits, D, Dennis, and Charlie try to talk some sense into Frank until Max shows up, revealing he has gained like fifty pounds of mass. Uh, so some loud, some loud noises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some moaning, some grunts, some yells, I, some I, banging I like and slapping. I feel like I'm always the one on the podcast to bring this up, but I have to remind you and everyone else that this is their father. This is Dennis <laughs> and Dee's father. father. <laughs> so you just hear your dad casually <laughs> banging away in the next room over? Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Uh so then Roxy and Frank come out of the back room. Now, did you catch this thing that Roxy says? I got it on subtitles. That's how I noticed that she says it. But then you, you Oh, you did not it. just do that? 
<laughs> like she, even she's blown away by like Frank's like well, inventive in bed styles. I, I don't know. You did not just do that. She's a. Like, like what hasn't Roxy seen that <laughs> Frank's bringing to the table? <laughs> I kind of want to know. I know. Where's, where's Artemis this episode? Yeah, see, like he doesn't. He should mention he like broke up with Art. He should mention he like broke up with Artemis or something. Yeah, it seems like they have a casual on and off thing. Yeah. Doesn't seem like a real tied relationship. So, so Roxy comes out uh, out of the back room there, and she's gonna go out. She's gonna go outside because this place is a shithole. <laughs> it is. It's funny because that she's always turning the tables on them, like right, right, real easily. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's not like she's not like uh, affected by them. They're affected by her. You know what I mean? She's a one way street. Yeah, yeah, it's one. She way. runs right over them. <laughs> totally. She's a live wire. Oh yeah, it's awesome too. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she's gonna go side this shithole, and then as she walks by, what are you cocks looking at? <laughs> I know, setting them straight. <laughs> And and like Glenn Howlton's acting like he like points and he like adjusts his body, you know what I mean? He's like that woman is unspeakably crass. <laughs> that woman is unspeakably crass. <laughs> the term unspeakably crass. And, so and then D points at her and he says, yeah. "You're gonna marry that Frank? <laughs> that that you're gonna marry that Frank? Uh, yeah, he's gonna. He's been. Her, it's been his number one girl for a while, but she's still plowing dudes. And in fact. This is where we set up that Tiger Woods has been calling her. I and know. All, we, all three of them, no, no. No. <laughs> that can't be the truth. That can't be the truth. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, and it's Charlie's angle this episode gets set up right here where Charlie wants to have Frank sort of meet someone that loves him for him and not so much his money because he's paying Roxy, you know. And yeah. so he wants, but it, I, th- I find that strange. Like almost Charlie, you think Charlie's angle is he wants Frank for himself. That's how it's always kind of been. That's true. But Charlie's the good hearted guy who. That's true. I think in the end he wants Frank to be happy. Yeah. And find someone that's going to love him for who he is. Well, I'm going to stop you right there. Love Frank for who he is. <laughs> 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 he's right? got a ton of good qualities. <laughs> they keep, then he's like, I'm like, what? Like, what? Like, what? Like, what? Dude, the other day we were hanging out under the bridge. We found a box of denim. And I'm like, dude, you know, these are really good G's. He's like, you want to split them with me 50 50? I mean, I that's mean, a nice thing to do. Is that a nice thing to do? You found a box of jeans together. Together. And then you split And then them. allowed seems him to have half of it. <laughs> it seems pretty baseline. It seems Base. just fair. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Most of the gang is not even fair to Charlie. So that's true. That's perhaps a, that says something. Yeah, it's enough for Charlie. Yeah. Uh, this is what our first little taste of denim, our talk of denim. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a, a denim chicken early. Denim chicken? In a, in a, in a, in a different thing. Uh, so now denim's coming back in a big way, though. Yeah, that's like um, another one of our callbacks to yeah. previous episodes and just the word denim is denim. just so always sunny to me the word denim. exactly it's a very specific material <laughs> yeah like something nobody you see says charlie it. get to wear a ton of it later i was gonna say we'll talk later like it's interesting that uh, that has to be the shit that he found under the bridge i mean 
he made into other clothes. Yeah, or or there's more than jeans because denim could be more than jeans. Like he says, yeah, he just say jeans at one point, but they mostly say denim, <laughs> which right. could be a lot of different vague <laughs> clothing items <laughs> made of denim. <laughs> yeah. So they say, you know, that's a good, you know, Charlie's advocating for Frank here. They're talking about the way they talk about Frank right in front of Frank is great too. Yeah, he doesn't care. This is where Mac makes his entrance, comes in from the front door. Uh, there's a dirty crack whore blowing the bus boy in the alley. That's why we need that dog. We get that nice call back to the dog. Right. Like it's an ongoing thing. Yeah. Like it's sort of like, remember when they had that problem in the alley? They, they like formed that militia or whatever. D formed the militia. <laughs> Yes, yeah, it's kind of like that. Clean, cleans yeah, up the streets. Cleans up the streets. It's it's like that. They're like something happened, and it sparked the idea of getting this dog. Mm-hmm. And this is the last we hear about this dog, though. Mac, you look bad. <laughs> really bad. You're really bad. <laughs> it's funny that Caitlin Olsen's the first one to say that. Too. Com- <laughs> yeah, comes through the door. Uh, so I guess we should talk about Mac. Mac is. About Noticeably 50 pounds. Heavier. Yeah, about 50 pounds or so heavier. And uh, did you look anything up? You know why he did this, all that stuff? It's pretty common knowledge. No. They, I didn't look it up. I thought it was in solidarity with his wife being pregnant. I could be wrong. You are wrong. It was It was like... It was, <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. <laughs> he did it because he was saying that he was watching these TV shows like Big Bang Theory and this and that where... They start off looking one way, and as the season series progresses, they look better and better. And that's really mm-hmm. not what happens in real life. And that's no. kind of what they say in this episode. As you get older, you get it gets worse and worse. So Mac just wanted to do, you know, uh, Rob McElhenney wanted to just do this thing where a character got worse, and right. he did this. He did it with nutritionists and whatnot, like helping him do it, kind of like. As healthy Healthily? as it could be. Yeah, as healthy as it could be. So he went about it in a weird way. But yeah, he went about it to just like do something kind of wild that no one's ever, truly no one's ever done before. Yeah. No. I mean, outside Robert De Niro and uh, <laughs> Raging <mean>? Bull. <laughs> Why would he do? He gained a ton of weight for that movie. Oh, I didn't even know that. I didn't even realize that. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but not like this. Not like. Like, this is, like, fat. Yeah, no, I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. He's not like, 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 Mac, like, Mac is saying he's bulking up. Like, he's acting as if he's, like, shooting the new Iron Man or the new, like, Thor or something. And he's, like, bulking <laughs> up. You know what I mean? But it's not. that's not how it's working on him. No, not even close. Uh, yeah, so so he looks bad, really bad. And the dentist starts getting concerned. He, <laughs> you look fat as shit. He put on 50 pounds of fat, and he says mass. He says it's fat. No, it's muscle. Muscle. <laughs> muscle. Uh, they're becoming the gross crew. Yeah. Uh, Dennis is <laughs> kind of worried. They're like, Frank's marrying hookers. This is ridiculous. Yeah. 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 What's going the one, on with the, our organization? <laughs> Dennis is usually the one that does do that, where he gets kind of concerned about the about the organization. like the, the he, he certainly minds other people. Yeah, he wants everyone in the group to act a certain way. Mm-hmm. And so the, the, so he, he talks about how they're going to become the gross crew. They're becoming the gross crew. And you would think that Charlie and Frank would be okay with that. They're the gruesome twosome. <laughs> yeah, that's right up their alley, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, but yeah, it seems everyone's on board. They don't want to be the gross crew. Uh, and then 
Dean has this great line of, I'll tell you what, what if we took a pretty woman and we threw it Roxy's way? Like, the way she says that, like, we took a pretty woman. <laughs> like we they, take the concept, just throw it her way. They do that all the time. They, they take a concept of a movie and, and apply it to something that they're doing. They've done it before where they say, let's just do a movie, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, let's just two do Two men and they... a baby or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But this is like another one. Just, we're going to do this. Right. It's not like they start doing it and then us as the audience go, oh, they're doing a pretty woman. Right. No, we're declaring <laughs> it right now. We're doing <laughs> I mean, but as we see, are they really doing it? No. But. Yeah. But the idea is that they throw the idea. We took a pretty woman. We threw it Roxy's way. And Dennis makes this look like. Oh. His eyes light up like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like oh, we're off and running. <laughs> <laughs> like, what a brilliant idea. But Frank thinks that's bullshit. That was yeah. a bullshit movie, and yeah. people can't change like that. But look at Mac. Mac was a, was a small little twink, and now he's the muscle-bound hulk, hunk you see before him. <laughs> muscle-bound freak. Muscle-bound freak. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, he's not helping. D chimes back. <laughs> yeah, you're not helping my argument. He's over there eating some chimichangas because he's saying this around a, what Dennis calls a mouthful burritos, but we find out that chimichangas. Have you had a chimichanga? I've never had a chimichanga. Have you had a chimichanga? I, I don't think so. I may have. I'd have to ask Katie. She would know what I had more than I would. But <laughs> she keeps inventory <laughs> of what you eat. She just has a brain for like, oh yeah, we had those at such and such restaurant or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, from from my research, my quick research, it's a deep fried burrito. Yeah. Does that sound right to you? Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, I've had burritos many times. Sure. Um, so Frank's like, all right, you know what? You guys do whatever you need to do. You have twenty four hours. Then after that, <laughs> he's gonna ask you to marry him. I like how we put this arbitrary 24 hours thing so everything has to happen real fast. Right. <laughs> yeah, and right. we don't really have to see conclusions to any of these storylines. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 24 hours. Uh, another Jack Bauer reference. A connection. It's like some stupid thing someone would put on like a, a trivia. Like he said 24 hours and, and the junkyard cat's name was Jack Bauer, which was like 24 <laughs> <laughs> That's a good connection. This is some stupid thing that would be on some wiki trivia. So then at Dee's apartment, Mac, Dennis, and Dee begin throwing a pretty woman Roxy's way until she until she makes it personal on Dennis and he bails to go deal with the Mac situation. So uh, we, we, we're at Dee's apartment here and mm-hmm. Roxy's on the couch drinking a bottle of schnapps. Oh, slurping that down. She's making some noises, too. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) And Mac makes the observation that this might be harder than they thought. This woman's a real piece of shit. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And Roxy groans. She's like, where's Frank? Yeah, right. Forget about Frank. Dee goes into her second act speech, her idea of having a second act and, and moving on. Right, uh, and how your second act can be much better than the first, right? Right, right. And Dennis says, yeah, Roxy, like, all we gotta do is get you some new clothes and maybe teach you some manners and... Shut up, baby dick. <laughs> Great line. And, and she yeah. says it in a very funny way, too. Shut up, baby dick. Like, says yeah, it like she's a... already laughing at him before he even says it, kind of. And his reaction is incredible. He was just going, okay, well, I'm out. I'm done. Like, <laughs> I'm out of here. 
That's all. And then, like, when D starts arguing, like, no, 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 no. Like, he just goes, come on. And the way he says that, he goes, come on. This woman <laughs> can't be helped. Frank was right. This woman <laughs> cannot change. People don't just change. And D's like, no, she can change. Like, if she can change her second act, I can change my second act. And mm. this is where we find out, you know, the hard truth that Dennis lays down that, oh, no, we're already in our second acts. <laughs> yeah. Don't you see that? <laughs> <laughs> and this is a game Dennis goes back to over and over and over where he doesn't right. want to change. This is like he he just lays out his game. He states it. Outright. Truly. Yeah. 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 This really sets down. Um, I mean, we've seen him reference this before and like his taste in music. Everything is like dated. Right? right, he's yes. stuck in that zone, and now he's throwing it. I think even to the season finale right now, just right. saying like our first acts were awesome, and we're gonna get to see how deluded. Yeah, he he thinks his mind still, is about he, that. He thinks he's still in it. Yes, and he thinks he was at the top. Right, in his first he never even act, right, he never really he even was. was. Yeah, he never really even was. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, but Dennis, Dennis, Dennis wants things to, he says, I want things to stay the same. Like that's mm. his game. He just says it out loud. I want things to stay <laughs> the same. Uh, and, uh, look at Mac for instance. He's got, so- <laughs> he's got salsa on his shirt. <laughs> I get salsa on his shirt. He's got salsa on his shirt. <laughs> like the way, that made me laugh every time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Dennis wants to leave. He wants to split up basically. Yeah. He's he- He's going to go take care of Mac and D can take care of Roxy because she made it personal and he won't stand for that. <laughs> it's such an easy excuse. <laughs> Why did that affect him so much? I don't know. <laughs> made it personal. <laughs> made it personal and <laughs> I won't stand like, for that. <laughs> it's such an easy out. And uh, yeah, so he's going to help Mac. And then they, they what's that smell? Um, Oh, a crack. A crack. She's smoking crack. And so that is crack. And the fact that she's laying down on her back on yeah. the floor after we just seen her like kind of like she moved up slurping <laughs> like yeah. it's like great. Uh, and this is where Dennis is no longer in a safe space because as we know they were addicted to crack at some point. That's another reference. Yeah. They, they uh, another thing too that never goes away. They mm-hmm. always like whenever crack is brought up or whatever they. They act funny. Yeah. So then at Charlie and Frank's apartment, Charlie encourages Frank to keep dating around and comes up with a plan for an online date he set up for Frank. So they talk about boiling denim. We see him boiling denim. Oh, I don't, I don't even know if we mentioned in that last the other scene where they say, stop wearing denim, whatever. And, his fr- and Charlie's like, we boil it. It's fine. We boiled it. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> So oh, di- you boil it. Okay. So, so dis- I guess disinfect it? Yeah. You know what? It would probably work. Yeah, it definitely disinfects it, but like, I don't think that's good for the denim to be boiled. <laughs> probably not. Yeah, probably not. Uh, they, so they're, they get this big vat and they're boiling denim. Uh, <laughs> did they heat that, how do they heat that up on that little <laughs> hot plate? There, it's, a, it's like a, this big pot on a hot plate. And it's like a cauldron. Frank is kind of stirring it with um, like tongs. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a, it's like a industrial sized pot. It's like a military pot. Uh, <laughs> it's like you made porridge for the army. And they're talking about Roxy, and and Charlie's saying, you know, Roxy was in it for the for the money. 
and he <laughs> reminds him that Barbara was too. It's not anything new in Frank's life. Right. He's kind of used to that, but Charlie suggests that, you know, he deserves better than that. Yeah, nice and, of Charlie. In fact, he's already on it. He signed him up for a dating website. I got how, you a date, dude. How on earth did Charlie sign anyone up for anything? Well, I guess he now has dating app experience, and he brought it to the table. Yeah, but he can't read or write. Sure. I mean, a lot of that. <laughs> He's got to get cool. brushed over. Right, yeah. We're going we're gonna to not investigate that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, he set, up, he set uh, Frank up on a date. And then, for as far as I can tell, truly no reason, Charlie has a twist on this date. <laughs> It, honestly, no. There's no reason other than <laughs> for the like, sake of the jokes. I mean, does Charlie think he's doing like some sort of like Joe Millionaire thing? Yeah, I think he is. I think he's doing. Like, it's hard to pinpoint exactly what he's modeling this on. But for those that don't know, Joe Millionaire was this sort of reality dating show where people thought they were dating a regular guy that he turned out to be a millionaire. Right? Or was it the... No, I think it was the other way around. They thought he, he was a millionaire, but he was just a regular guy. Oh, maybe. Yeah, it was one of those things. Yeah, something like that. Uh, so, it, it, this does seem in that vein. It does seem in some sort of dating reality show thing, but it's <laughs> I crazy. Like the, I, think, I feel like it's a Joe Millionaire, but it's not really delved into in a way. No, yeah, in a, yeah, in a weird way. Yeah. It's just sort of like the premise of it. Yeah. So, this is the twist. So, this woman does think she's going out with a millionaire, except Charlie's going to play the millionaire, and and Frank... <laughs> Why would you say this, that, Charlie? This, that defeats the purpose. Right, but... <laughs> it, it's so confusing. So all, right, all right, all right, hold on. All right, check it out. You're going to play my limo driver, right? You're just a regular working stiff to this girl. She doesn't think you're a millionaire, okay? Then we're out on the date, and I'm like, oh, I don't feel real well. I got to go home, but let's not waste this date. Why don't you finish the date with my limo driver? You know what I mean? <laughs> Who would want to pass up a date with a limo driver? <laughs> and, 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 and to Charlie, that's probably like a really fun twist for her. Right, I get it. But Frank, after the plan, Frank goes, smart. <laughs> They're both like kind of laughing too in this scene because <laughs> they realize how stupid it is, and what they're currently doing is stupid. Right, <laughs> right. And Frank pulls the, the the jeans are done, so he pulls them out and he burns himself there on a rivet. Oof. But we, yeah, we set up their little date that they're gonna go on later. So then, at a doctor's office, Mac and Dennis get the results of a blood test. Matt, these blood tests are going to show you the damage that you've been doing to your body. And my hope is that it will incentivize you to finally lose some of this disgusting weight you've put on. This is ridiculous, dude. Okay? We're getting older. We're not going to look 20 forever. No, I am going to look 20 forever, Mac. Because the older I get, the more vigilant I become. All right, I don't eat lunch anymore, for instance. Yeah, and on odd days, I don't eat breakfast. That sounds miserable. No, dude, it's not miserable. Well, yeah, it is a little bit miserable, but it has to be, man. No pain, no gain. I am also constantly in motion. Like right now, dude... I am doing leg lifts that are imperceptible to the human eye. I call them hummingbirds. And although I seem relaxed, I'm actually incredibly tense at all times. Dude, we've been through this, okay? I'm cultivating mass. Stop saying that. You are not cultivating mass. And if you are, stop cultivating and start harvesting. Bro, check this out. Try to move me. Well, I'm not gonna try. Try to move me, bro. 
Take a running start. Take a running start. Excuse me. Did you want me to read these test results or not? Yeah, I'm just trying to move him. It's like a brick wall. You try a movie, Doc. No, no, no. Here, read the results. Well, I see uh, severe dehydration here, multiple vitamin deficiencies, anemia, low blood pressure. Ooh, Mac, look, I don't want you to fret, okay? I'm gonna get you on my exercise program. I'm gonna get you fit as a fiddle. Uh, these, are, these are your results, Mr. Reynolds. What? No, those can't be my, my results. I'm healthy as shit. Well, uh, not according to your tests. <laughs> I'm healthier than you, bro! No. Well, I, I wouldn't exactly say you're healthy. You have type 2 adult onset diabetes. <laughs> type 2 adult onset diabetes? What does that mean for me? Well, that means you're going to have to inject yourself several times a day with insulin. Or else you probably need to think about losing a little weight. Whoa. But I'm healthy besides the diabetes. Um, no. But I'm more healthier than he is, I think is the point that you're trying to make. Even with the diabetes. Dude, stop I saying am... diabetes. You sound like an ass. You okay, dude? Fine, just, uh... I'm doing a lot of hummingbirds today. I'm good. Have you eaten anything today? No. All right. Let's get out of here, bro. I'm gonna get you something to eat. Okay. I'm gonna lift you up. Girl, I'm not as strong as I thought that was. Okay, I've hurt my back. So they uh, open up here with uh, Dennis saying that he wants to, you know, these blood tests to sort of help Mac realize that he needs to straighten out. Right. Dennis is kind of giving Mac this like lecture of, you know, what his current situation is and how Dennis is going to like revitalize him. Mac brings up, you know, they're getting older. They're not going to look 20 forever. And that's sort of Rob McElhenney's point of doing all this, I believe. You know, they're not going to look 20 forever. Sure. It's definitely a commentary. But Dennis, like, gets, he gets up off the table at this point. Like, he, this is really frustrating. He's I will, and he gets up off the table. Mm. Great acting. Uh, and, in fact, Dennis doesn't eat lunch anymore. On odd days, no breakfast. That sounds miserable. And it, well, it's not miserable. Well, it is miserable. <laughs> it's <not> saying, <laughs> but it has to be, man. No pain, no gain. Uh, for instance, constant motion. And Dennis is doing these leg lifts that are imperceptible to the human eye, and he calls them hummingbirds. So what he invented, I call them hummingbirds. Yeah, you invented an exercise. (laughs) That is an incredible name, hummingbirds. Like, for what he describes (laughs) that he's doing. Because it's like a constant flutter of motion. Right, right. I call them hummingbirds. Like, the writer, like, whoever wrote that, that is genius. Nailed it. Yeah, nailed the name like hummingbirds. It's so per- it sounds like a like an exercise too. Sure, do, doing some hummingbirds. And this is one of my this has always been one of my favorite Dennis things. Where you know I might seem incredibly relaxed, I might seem relaxed, but I'm incredibly tense at all times. Like <laughs> you, you don't seem relaxed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you never, <laughs> yeah. you've never seen relaxed. <laughs> he he seems on like his A game. Oh. All the time. Like, oh, yeah. He's on the edge. He doesn't let up. I've never heard this term outside of Always Sunny. Is this a, is this a weight thing, cultivating mass? Is that like a, a term? <laughs> are, you say, are you saying that because of all the weight that I've gained? <laughs> I, what I'm saying is you got to stop cultivating and start harvesting. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Check it out. Try to move me. <laughs> so, like, but what is what is cultivating mass? Is that a, th- a real thing? 
I I would imagine some um, people that like like body lifters. <laughs> All right, I'm already <laughs> too not qualified to talk about this, but I think you know like weightlifters or bodybuilders they want to like pack on weight so they can like turn into muscle. But why not just make the muscle first? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know how it works, dude. I'm not a bodybuilder. Well, Mac, <laughs> just like some fat guy. So Mac is is cultivating mass, and and Dennis wants him to stop cultivating and start harvesting. And yeah, they do this thing where they with Mac for no reason. Like I don't know what Mac is trying to prove. Like move me, move me. Like I think he's trying to like like demonstrate how powerful he is, but really he's just accentuating like how heavy he is. Right, like how- whether you're jacked. And 350 pounds, or you're not jacked in <laughs> pounds. I still can't move. You can't move 350 pounds. Yeah, I can't pounds, move so either one. This? I don't understand the point what he's trying to prove. But Dennis buys it and does try to move him and can't. Oh, yeah. Dennis can't resist. I mean, he's a child, too. It's like a brick wall. <laughs> this is where we get the third person pan over, and we realize the doctor's been standing there the whole time. It's been like five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we get our doctor. He's played by John Walcott. He's uh, in TJ Hooker, Twilight Zone, Beverly Hills, ER, Mad Men, Crash, Little Miss Sunshine. He starts reading a uh, uh, the symptoms off here from the blood test. We got severe diet. We got severe dehydration, multiple vitamin deficiencies, anemia, and low blood blood pressure. Ooh, Mac. <laughs> Look, don't fret. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna get you my exercise program. I'm going to get you fit as a fiddle. But these are actually Dennis's results. What? No. <laughs> this can't be my results. I'm healthy as shit. I'm healthy as shit. <laughs> uh, well, according to the test, he's not. And this is where Mac gets excited. He gets happy about this. Yeah, he gets happy that Dennis is doing poorly in his health. Right. <laughs> which is like this competitive game between the two of them, right? So, like, Mac yeah. is just happier, happy that Dennis got a bad report, so <laughs> perhaps well, he is healthier than Dennis, well, so he could brag. Their whole mentality is if someone is doing worse, is doing bad, that makes them doing better. Do you right, mean, right. like, their idea is, like, just if, if it's bad for him... The existence of something worse makes for them him, better. Makes something better for him. Yeah, exactly. Like it. But instead of just both being bad. <laughs> Which is... Uh, yeah, the truth. We we he wants to know. Mac wants to know if he's healthier than than Dennis. And actually, no, he has type two onset adult diabetes. Type two onset diabetes. <laughs> no, he says diabetes. I also said diabetes because I. It's how I actually do say it, like joking in real life. Mm-hmm. I I when did like how old do you have to be to know what he's talking about? Do you think like? Um, I think this commercial came out in like the early two thousands. Well, like I'm, I think, in like somebody that's twenty five probably has no idea, right? Right, right. I think anyone like twenty seven or younger likely have no idea about this Wilford Brimley diabetes commercial. <laughs> you can look it up. We'll play it at the end of the episode for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. We'll pop in some from Wilford Brimley saying diabetes. Uh, it's crazy that that commercial was like national, right? Because I remember growing up and seeing it. And it was so poor. Like the quality of the commercial was so poor. Do you remember? Like, I didn't even know as like as a kid. I didn't even know that was like a famous person. I right. thought it was just some guy, like right. he was the like diabetes the, guy. 
he's like a, from the movie like Cocoon or something. And I'm like, I'm like <laughs> ten. Like I, I'm not gonna know the guys from Cocoon. <laughs> and yeah, he had diabetes, and he would have this commercial about insulin and living with diabetes, and he would say diabetes. And now I'm a little kid, right? I think mm-hmm. that's like that must be how it's pronounced, right? Wouldn't somebody correct? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. So I would. I know, think if someone corrects you, they're wrong. Well, it's like it's like he's saying diabetes in a commercial. Like nobody corrected him, so it must be how you say it. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so, so you know what I mean? It's strange. <laughs> but yeah, he would say diabetes. And this is so. This is where Max is getting this from. Uh, he's got the diabetes, but. What the dog, Max, uh, I love how Max like, but what you're trying to say is I'm more healthy than him, even with the diabetes. <laughs> like, the dog's not trying to say that at all. And Dennis, <laughs> Dennis doesn't, stop saying diabetes. He's sound like an ass. Uh, like an ass. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he and he loses it. <laughs> yeah, kind of loses steam, right? And he uh, almost faints. Yeah, he gets a little woozy. Uh, he, and he finds out, Mac asks him he ha- if he's eaten. He hasn't eaten anything. So Max's going to go get him something to eat. He tries to pick him up. You know what? He's just done a ton of hummingbirds today. Yeah, he's done a lot of hummingbirds. He's good. (laughs) Mac Mac tries to pick him up. Can't do it, of course. Before we leave that scene, I do want to mention that's the same hospital D gave birth at. Oh, do they show? Oh, really? They show the hospital outside the hospital? I missed it. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, I didn't realize that. Nice. Nice connection. So then at a department store, Roxy humiliates a retail worker, and this causes D to rethink Roxy's life. Did you notice when this starts, Roxy walks by and slaps D's ass? How the scene starts? <laughs> no, I, I didn't notice it any, at she, any point. She doesn't do it very hard. She kind of, oh, it's like a little pinch. Like, as she walks by, she, like, grabs or does a little pinch of D's ass. And he goes, like, ah! Mm. Like, she like, does, makes, like, a little, like, noise, <laughs> like, motion. Uh, she's shit-faced. That's what, that's what she says. I'm shit-faced. Like, right after <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, because she was, she was drinking those schnapps like soda pop. Someone better call the Yellow Jacket Boys. <laughs> the Dick Skin Jacket Boys? <laughs> Look, Roxy, I'm trying to give you a second chance here, but you're making it very difficult. Yeah, she sees This is an awesome jacket. Ooh, it's it, tighter it, than Dick Skin. She's like trying it on as it's hanging. Hanging. <laughs> Well, it's on the hanger, so it's like, right. it looks then, stupid as hell. And then she's <laughs> trying to drink her drink through, with the hand that is through the jacket. Sleeve, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this is where a, re- a retail worker comes over. You got anything on this retail worker? Uh, yeah, salesman's played by Court Hightower. I couldn't really find anything on this guy. Uh, I think I found his Instagram in um, uh, the waitress and Artemis. Follow him. Uh, so I thought that was interesting. Hightower. That's a great last name. Court Hightower. Who's fucking yeah. like Court Hightower? He sounds like a knight. <laughs> he, he sounds like the best basketball player I've ever heard of. He's like, he's Court? He's, Court <laughs> Hightower. Yeah, it sounds yeah. Like, he sounds like he's a Harlem Globetrotter. <laughs> Court Hightower. Uh, he comes over here and he lets them know, like, you know, do you need any help? This and that. No, no, no. And he's like, whoa. You know, that's a $500 jacket. And D gets a little mad here about, like, yeah, what are you saying? Are you insinuating we can't afford that? Well, can they? That's none of your business. Is it any of his business? He says it's exactly his business. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> I like how she says, excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. Screw you, dick skin jacket, man. And she starts pouring the schnapps on it. Um, oh, do, 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 Roxy, yeah, they don't do out. that. 
she makes a disparaging comment about his sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I love how Dee's kind of like, all right. Apologizing well, <laughs> yeah, ahead like, of time. Like, like sort of like, yeah, this guy sucks, but you don't have to bring that up. Like, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, even her apology is kind of like oddly problematic. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but we get the point. She's trying yeah. to save face here. Uh, and then this is where a manager comes over. You get anything on this manager? Yes, James Stelos. He was uh, born Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He was in Judge and Amy, ER, Desperate Housewives, Castle. Uh, not too many credits after 2014, but, you know, who knows? This is where he, you know, says again that the jacket's expensive, and Roxy pulls out a stack of money, and he's like, oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> face, Jerry, face. Face. <laughs> they only uh, do that I face did, thing. I, I looked that up today. That goes back as far as season two. I oh think. yeah i mean like yeah, face, it, face they do it all the time it's yeah. like in your face like but they just say, but they just say they face. just say face yeah face face and they put your their hand in your hand face. in the face yeah the hand gesture to the face <laughs> face uh sorry about the gay stuff yeah that was really a call for but face face <laughs> uh i love she's like you humiliated that guy like and you had the capital to back it up i love you roxy uh, she kind of gets excited here for Frank. She's like, "Oh, come on, let's go see Frank." Like she wants Frank to marry her. Yeah, but no, she's got a client calling. It's Tiger Woods. It's Tiger Woods. <laughs> yeah, apparently Roxy's life is way more glamorous than Dee was thinking. Yeah, now uh, help me dig these crack rocks out of my ass. There it is. That's what she was thinking. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, Dee kind of like switches in this scene and is like now following Roxy. All she needed to see was money. Exactly. The capital to back it up. So at Frank and Charlie's date's apartment, Frank and Charlie are in character and begin the date. Frank's dressed like a limo driver or, or going to his, <laughs> his sister's wedding, as, as he says. <laughs> yeah, it's like this oversized suit with the dumb hat. Let me. Re- I want to read you this thing from um, from uh, IMDb trivia. One second. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> you you wait to the end of the episode before you get those trivia facts out. <laughs> Uh, I just thought it was so stupid that I have to <laughs> read it to you. <laughs> is it about the penguin or something? <laughs> <laughs> so this this is actually on the IMDb wiki. This is stupid. So it says the IMDb wiki. What the fuck? Oh, I'm is sorry. That? I'm sorry. The Always Sunny wiki. It's, <laughs> this is from the Always Sunny like individual wiki trivia section for this. Oh, episode. usually they're pretty good. Yeah, they are. But you know, anyone can put anything. But to me, this is like mm, not I, not. It's, just, it's it says, IMDb trivia quality. Yeah. It says, Frank possibly has an older sister. Quote, I feel like I'm a, a four-year-old going to my sister's wedding. Either that or it's just a figure of speech. Um, He's making a hate joke. Hate to break it to you, bro, <laughs> but it's a figure of speech. Yeah, I hate That's to break it to you, like, he's making a, no, like a completely normal joke. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I would say that if I didn't have a sister. Like, it's an offhand joke. Right. Yeah, like... He's making a joke about, like, being a little kid and, mm-hmm. like, having, like, a shitty suit on. Not like he's actually going to his sister's wedding. That's what he would wear to his sister's wedding. I don't really know what the... <laughs> but anyways, it I just, just feels that... like a kid, like a child yeah. going to a wedding. I just thought that was funny to put in the trivia. It was just a thing that says, like, uh, the trivia is maybe it's this or maybe it's not. I don't know. <laughs> nice <laughs> trivia. <laughs> Oh, um, sorry to interject, but remember we had been talking earlier about um, 
I don't know if this is something I brought up before, but it's when you blend two figures of speech. You remember this? You know how like Frank does yeah, this Frank, all the time? Yeah, he'll say he'll have like two expressions, but he'll kind of mix them up. Exactly. That's called a malafor. Oh, really? A malafor? M- yeah, M A L A P H O R. It's when you take two idioms like crim together and make no sense at all, but people generally know what you're saying. Malafor. Sounds like an evil dean. Sounds like an evil D&D wizard. Malafor. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Malafor is coming. Oh no. Roll high. So, yeah, Frank's the limo driver and we see Charlie here all in denim. Yeah. Now that he's wearing like a denim pants, a denim shirt, a denim vest. He he's sort got a of cowboy oh, hat on, but now, now if it was me, the cowboy hat would be denim. Denim, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but I uh, to your point earlier, I think he's trying to dress like Wilford Brimley. <laughs> Why did now, did Wilford Brimley have a cowboy thing? I don't remember this. He's sort of dressed like that in the commercial. Okay. He's got like denim why would he be trying to look like Wilford Brimley he was not the one saying diabetes I don't know (laughs) I remember Wilford Brimley did ride a horse around in that commercial yeah he is dressed like like with a cowboy hat and everything Charlie has like a bowler tie on uh uh, Frank says he doesn't really what what is this he doesn't look like a millionaire (laughs) he's a casual millionaire (laughs) from Texas a casual now Charlie's done his is oil man from Texas. Yeah, this is like definitely different. It's yeah. like it's like sidestepping to a different character. They like this character in his like foghorn leghorn gas salesman character right. kind of similar, but these are different. Right. Yeah. I, I, there's there's also a, a, another like a trivia thing. The name of Charlie's oil tycoon character is Hoss Bonaventure, CEO. He's a casual millionaire from Texas. This mm-hmm. cowboy has previously been seen in, on the show uh, 0402, but without his name, Charlie called himself Oil Man from Dallas. This is not the same character. No, he was doing I don't think so. I think I these think are so different he, characters. The other guy was an oil man from Dallas. This is a casual millionaire who made his money in in. Boiled and and, and, ra- and and bridges. bridges. And, yeah, it's a different guy. He does. Yeah, it, there's not enough direct references other than the state vaguely. Like, uh, and plus, like the other guy's speech pattern was kind of different. It definitely followed the foghorn leghorn. Right. Like, right. It could have been a callback. It could have been a callback, but I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Would it have been appropriate? Yeah, I would. I would have said so. Right. If he was, if he said, "I'm an oil man from Texas," just like, yeah, why not be an oil tycoon? But he's not. He's, no one. he's not. He's a casual millionaire. Haas Bonaventure. Haas <laughs> Bonaventure CEO. That's my next D&D character. Haas <laughs> Bonaventure CEO. So, yeah, they, they uh, knock on the door here. You have anything on Charlie and Frank's date that opens the door? Uh, yes. Abby is played by Erin Matthews. She was born 1973 from Portland, Oregon. She was in Superstore, American Dad, Rizzolian Isles, Hannah Montana. And she's done some voice work for uh, video games like Final Fantasy, Mass Effect, Mafia 3, and the Desperate Housewives video game. Cool. Have you ever played that game? Oh, all the time. The Desperate Housewives video game. I 100%ed it. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's like a 300-hour RPG, open-world RPG. It's awesome. And you're in hour 600? (laughs) How's that going? (laughs) Now, uh, ooh, tar nation. <laughs> you look as pretty as a peach. <laughs> this is insane. Like, the way he talks is insane. Yes, like, you do. <laughs> like, now, <laughs> th- th- this is Frank, the finest limo driver in all the land. Like, is that how he thinks, like, people from Texas talk? The finest limo driver in all the land? I think he does. 
uh, I would be like, if I was her, if I was Abby, I'd say, are you doing a fake accent? <laughs> are you a cartoon character? <laughs> and he's introducing Frank, and Frank says hi, and then he says something else, and Frank says hi again. And I love yeah. how Charlie goes like, hand down, only say hello once. <laughs> he's, he's nervous. nervous. <laughs> he's nervous. <laughs> he says it. He like, uh, laughs. He's nervous. <laughs> Charlie doing this character is so fun. <laughs> uh, what a world like that they like TV shows and things like like they're pretending to like where does this end like what is the end game of this they're pretending to be like these other people <laughs> like can you imagine people do shit like this in real life yeah and <laughs> w- what's the reveal like let's say this let's say this goes perfectly and there isn't blood everywhere <laughs> right <laughs> they're the, like this woman game? is gonna go on a date with the the limo driver. Why? And, and fall in love with him, and then when they find, he, he's gonna say, "I'm not actually a limo driver," and she's gonna gonna be like, okay with all this. <laughs> like, how many times do you have to change your personality? <laughs> it's just too much. Yeah, love for a like normal she person wa- to he, take. He, Charlie wants someone to love Frank for who he is, and then he's like pretending to be a limo driver. Yeah. So he's setting him up as someone he isn't. Right, exactly. Yeah. This woman was what Frank wanted. <laughs> yeah, right. So then in a limo, Charlie and Frank begin their scam and ends when Charlie vomits from eating too many blood capsules. Uh, hey, Good Looking by Hank Williams is playing here. Hey, Good hey, Now, good this is diegetic, looking. I believe. I believe this is coming out of the, mm-hmm. the stereo of the of the limo. Sure. Uh, how, how did Charlie... She wants to know how Charlie made his fortune. How did Charlie make his fortune? Oh, uh, well, uh, <laughs> uh, hustling and wrestling, you know, this and that. Uh, made a decent penny on boiled <laughs> denims. Bridge business mostly. Uh, I always love these things where, like, where somebody's like pretending to be someone like this or whatever, and then they just get like thrown off by the first easiest question, question. The question you should have thought of, like, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, first like, the, before your name. Like, if you're gonna be a millionaire, that's the point of your character. How did you make your like, money? Oh, I just thinking about this now. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, but Frank up there, Frank's rich in spirit. And character. Now, did you watch this with subtitles on? Yes, I did. Uh, my subtitles said when Charlie says he's rich in character, it says it's spelled caricature. Caricature. But he, I don't think he's yeah. saying that. I think he is saying caricature because he's saying the wrong thing. Mm, I think he's saying character, but it's just weird because he's doing a weird voice. I, I pulled, uh, not to be like, oh, you I did this. pulled the script? But uh, I, yeah, I pulled he's the saying script. saying character? And I take my notes based off that. Yeah. He's rich in caricature. Uh, okay, all right. I, I'm wrong. He even says blood caps, capsulates y- yeah, later. Ca- I think capsulates, though, is, isn't that a term? I think you would... I, I think it's just capsules, unless capsules is short for capsulates. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever the fuck there. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? I haven't eaten a blood capsule. <laughs> I don't want to Google it. <laughs> What's not? Uh, yeah, so so what is he like? Uh, she wonders, like, oh, what does he build bridges? And this Frank starts telling a story about a bridge. <laughs> I found a whole case of eggs under the bridge last time, last week. Perfect condition. None of them missing, none of them cracked. I mean, who in their right mind? Like, what is, is this like Frank being nervous or he's just trying to make a real conversation? Um, I think this is the real Frank. Like, this is just what Frank would want to talk about. Is it like just stream of consciousness? Yeah, just like his, yeah. The mention of bridges brought him there. He just started talking. Actually, he got bit by a crab under that same bridge. 
You ever been bit by a crab, hon? Can we uh, maybe put up this divider? <laughs> Have you ever been hit, bit by a crab, hun? There's something about the hun that is so funny. Like, and just asking someone, uh, crab just asking if anyone's ever been bit by a crab. <laughs> uh, yeah, she wants the divider up. Uh, this is where Charlie's like, no, no, no. And then he starts vomiting blood. With a pretty good special effect, I would say. I mean, it's funny every time. You can see time. how it's done, but it's it's good. Oh, obviously, yeah. It, it goes. What grosses me out is it goes into her mouth. Like you could tell she's screaming, and it goes into her mouth, and that grosses me. I wonder how many times they had to film that. Hope it was just a one and done. <laughs> I hope once. Yeah, that would suck. Uh, it it seems that uh, it seems that Charlie's come down with a touch of the consumption. Do you know what consumption is? Um, no, I don't actually. Is that like, that sounds like something from the Oregon Trail or something? Well, yeah, kind of. It is. <laughs> consumption is tuberculosis. It just consumption was another term they used to call it, but consumption is tuberculosis. Okay. So he's saying he's gone down with a touch of the c- tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. But Frank wants to just you know let's just drop him off. You and I can go to dinner. Okay. She, he, he doesn't really know what's going on back there, though. He knows that like she's like screaming and shit, but he doesn't one hundred percent know what's happening. Yeah, he's kind of like blind. That's like a blind spot that like the spray zone. <laughs> right. And Charlie vomits again. She goes back into screaming. And he's been. He says he's been poisoned by his constituents. Yeah, this is like him. So he's a mayor or a governor. <laughs> Constituents? How does he have constituents? Um, I think he's like... You have to be like a mayor. People he does business with. Uh, what's a constituent? Constituent is like the people that vote you into office. Your constituents are like the people that voted you in. Like, pretty positive. So it sounds like he's like a governor or something. Oh, I mean, I, th- I, th- I thought he was referring to like his business partners or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that's what it felt like to me, but... Apparently, he's a elected <laughs> official. He's been poisoned by his constituents. <laughs> it just keeps changing. Uh, this is And this is where Frank uh, makes a meme. Yeah, he makes a meme right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he made a meme. Can I offer you a, a nice egg in this trying time? Yeah, and, and Easter's coming up. We're going to see a lot of those. <laughs> Every year. Oh, yeah. Okay, if you, he has an egg with him for some reason. And then Charlie goes back into vomiting. Char- yes, yeah, more vomiting. He pulls over. She runs away. <laughs> yeah. He explains that he swallowed a lot of blood. What's he say? Capsulates? <laughs> yeah, capsulates or something. Do you remember those? Do you remember those things? Blood capsules? Yes. Um, I though I mean I've seen them at like like Halloween stores. You know, you know, used one? No, I never used one. Oh, I used to do it all the time. Did you used to swallow them? Well, you wouldn't swallow them. You'd put them in the back of your like mouth, like between your teeth, and you'd crunch down on them, and it would leak the blood out, and then you'd drool the blood or spit the blood out, and then you'd also spit the capsule out. <laughs> yeah, like, what? <laughs> Charlie thought he was going to cough blood. Well, he wanted to make it real. He wanted to, like, sell but it. How, but how could you cough blood if you swallowed it? It needs to be in your mouth. Maybe he was going to lightly vomit. He's going to make himself lightly vomit? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like, it's the best <laughs> I got. You need to just keep the pa- capsule in your mouth, bite on it when you want to start Right, coughing. and then you just, like, let the juice flow, right? Yeah, you just, yeah. Uh, yeah, I used to get them and do them all the time. I loved them. I would, like, bra- <laughs> I would, like break them open and did put you, them on my G.I. G. Joes and stuff. Did you ever use them for, like, a Halloween costume any year? Um, Probably not. 
Really? Uh, bought, to I me, that seems like Halloween. the most practical use. <laughs> but no, you were playing like, you know, with G.I. Joe characters. <laughs> or, like, you know how, like, me and Andrew would, like, film fight scenes or, like, like okay. fuck around with that. You know, you'd, oh, you punch, you bite it down, you spit it out. You, like, like parkour like, fight scenes? Yeah, it was, like, special <laughs> effects. We used them more for, like, special effects. Wow. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> special. Yeah, it was pretty special. Uh... Yeah. So yeah. So she ran away. He swallowed too many blood capsules. And and Frank just has just says like straight up like this is me. Like, I love eggs. Yeah. Uh, Charlie love de- Charlie wants to like put the blame on Frank a little bit. You know, you were talking about eggs and crabs and shit. Yeah. And Frank says it. Yeah. I love eggs and I love crabs. I love boiling denim and I love banging whores. And it's funny because because Charlie goes like I love eggs. Charlie goes yeah 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 I love crabs. Charlie's like me too. I love crabs. I love boiling down. Yeah, I love boiling down. And then when he says like banging whores, Charlie goes well. I kind of like shit. I kind of like, goes no, <laughs> not me. Like, like he goes like oh, that's where I draw the line. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, and Frank, I, I gotta say, I gotta say it. Frank like sells this in next two lines. I mean, he's a great actor. He's he really does. Actor. Like, and I don't care if anyone doesn't like that about me. They don't have to stick around. Screw them. Like, I don't know why, but that hit me every time. Right. Yeah, it's right because it's a real bit of emotion. Yeah. And Charlie says, yes, yeah, screw that chick. Almost blaming that woman for running away that she didn't accept him. For, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's very strange. He says, like, screw, yeah, yeah, screw he, that like, chick. Yeah, he easily passes the blame to her. Uh, he misses Ro- He misses Roxy. Frank misses Roxy. You know, if if if... Roxy's what Frank wants, then ah! we get <laughs> <laughs> What a great I love that. Every time that made me laugh. Right in Frank's face, and Frank doesn't move, doesn't laugh, doesn't do anything. It's crazy. Yeah, he like takes it and he even does that like a little spit back at the end. So then at D's apartment, Roxy and D meet Tiger Woods slash Don- Donathan McNabb <laughs> slash Don Cheadle slash Jeffrey Owens, and D becomes a foot girl. Mm-hmm. Tiger Woods? I cannot believe you invited him over here. Roxy, my place is a mess. Oh, he's here. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm very excited. Hello? Who are you? Tiger Woods. Hey, Tiger. <laughs> you got a friend? Yeah. Good, I like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you ready to do this? I know who you are. Of course you do, honey. I'm very famous. No, 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 no. Hold on a second. Roxy, this is not Tiger Woods. Uh, what are you talking about? I think this guy's an actor. Huh? He definitely pretended to be Donovan McNabb one time when I tried out for the Eagles. Donovan McNabb? Eagles? I don't know what she's talking about. I play golf. Okay, huh? Roxy, see, this is exactly why you got to stop doing this shit. And sir, seriously? Okay, all right, all right. I'm sorry. You got me, all right? I'm busted. I am an actor. My name is Don Cheadle. No, you're not talking about... What are you doing? What's going on? I don't care who he is. If he pays me 500 bucks to rub my feet. Did you say 500 bucks? Mm-hmm. To rub your feet? Mm-hmm. You don't have sex with him? Mm-mm-mm. I'm into foot shit. Interesting. Mm. What uh, shoe size are you, by the way? Hey, your feet are bizarrely huge. Men will go crazy for that. Well, I don't care for how you describe them, but uh, what are we talking here? What, what kind of money are we talking? Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe we could uh, pop those boots off and kick it around a bit. Well, it never hurts to talk, yeah. does it? <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> That's he's cute. Ross, you notice they're wearing the jackets? Both yes. of them are wearing the, the jacket, same, jacket. same jacket. Both yeah. of them, yeah. <laughs> so Roxy must have bought her one, right? I yeah, I would imagine so. I don't think D can throw down for that. But um, so yeah, this is like like Roxy taking D under her wing. Like this is what we do. This is what we wear, 
this is what we do. Now we're gonna yeah. see a client. Yeah, Roxy's taking a pretty woman and throwing it D's way. <laughs> She's reversing it. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she flipped it and reversed it like Missy. If they were playing Udo, Roxy flipped the reverse <laughs> card. <laughs> so D's all excited. Tiger Woods is coming over, and she answers the door, and and it's our old friend Donovan McNabb. That's right, uh, jo- Joffrey Owens, born nineteen sixty one, Brooklyn, New Is York. It Joffrey, or Jeff. I think it's Jeffrey. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Owens. I believe that's how you spell. He spells it G E O F F R E Y, but I think it's pronounced Jeffrey. Jeffrey. I could be wrong. All right, Jeffrey Owens, nineteen sixty one. You know him, you love him. Cosby Show, That's So Raven, Mystic West. It's not the guy from So Called. Ra- it's not the coming the coach. It's not, <laughs> it's not the guy from That's So Raven. <laughs> Like, so it is, like, this guy at the door is Jeffrey Owens, right? He's playing himself. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they reference his, like, true acting identity as right, the guy that was in the Cosby show of That's a Raven. Right, and he's also acting to be Donathan McNabb. He's act, He's an actor. Like, it's Jeffrey Owens. Is who- Pretending to be these characters. Exactly. As it's himself, like in, though. In the world of Always Sunny, yeah, that's the guy, the actor from <laughs> that so called Raven. That's a, yeah. that's an interesting way to think of that. Yeah, I think it is. I mean, I think that's I think how it, it is. is. I mean, if you're gonna reference things he did in real life, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's him. It's the actor, and he, and he's doing all these acting parts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's sort of like, uh, so yeah, and I love this. Like, he's a good actor too, because like when D answers the door, he takes his hat off and he goes like, "Oh, hello!" Like, kind of like, "Oh, I don't know who you are, but I'm not mad." You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who are you? I'm Tiger Woods. He says like he was like has does like a sort of like <laughs> like I'm Tiger Woods. Like you don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, like uh, Tiger Woods. <laughs> he comes in and Roxy greets him. And oh, you D brought was, a friend. Uh, he likes that. And uh, <laughs> D recalls her time trying out for the Eagles. Another reference to an old episode. Yeah, that's right. No, he's an actor. He definitely pretended to be Donovan McNabb that one time I tried over the Eagles, which is a crazy sentence. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he's like, he's like, all right, okay, yeah, I'm busted. He caught me. I am an actor. I'm Don Cheadle. <laughs> <laughs> You're not Don. What are you doing? What's going on? But Roxy, uh, you know, sets it straight. Like, I don't care if he, who he is. If he pays me $500 to rub my feet, then. Right. It's, it's funny, too, because she goes, this isn't Tiger Woods. And Roxy goes, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, what she does say isn't Tiger Woods. <laughs> but, yeah, so, yeah, he, he pays Roxy $500 to rub her feet because, as he puts it, he's in the foot shit. Yeah. And, and uh, he looks down at D and he wonders how big D's feet are. Hey, Whoa, your, your feet are bizarrely huge. <laughs> Man, we'll go crazy for that. Do you know how big these feet are? It has been stated. Is it? Is, is she an eleven or something? Mm, bigger. Thirteen. Thirteen. Yes. Damn, that's a big foot. It's it's stated in Who Pooped the Bed. It is stated that she has a size thirteen foot. Damn. Uh, she's wondering how much you know for this. He's like, you know, let's kick around. We could talk. <laughs> she's, Pop those boots off and kick it around a bit. And and D does the patented D head bobble. Well, it doesn't hurt the tongue. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, like that. <laughs> Just do it. Just oh, he's cute. <laughs> That that line made me laugh every time. Like, why does he say just do it? Is it because Tiger, Tiger Woods, Woods is a is Nike guy? By Nike. Yeah, yeah. Is it because in the other episode he does the I'm loving it. 
That's right, but McDonald's. It's, but it, but it is spon- But he is saying he does say specifically, "I'm sponsored by McDonald's." <laughs> There's, you know what I mean? Like he talks right, about right. McDonald's. But in this one, he just kind of says, "Just do it." But yeah, it's the Tiger Woods Nike connection. Interesting. Uh, back at the bar, Mac is showing Dennis the joy of eating chimichangas when Dennis gets a phone call updating him on what has been happening during the episode, and they decide to go get crack from Roxy. Um, Chimichanga. Chimichanga. Dennis likes them. Yeah, Dennis likes them. Told you, dude. <laughs> it, it's weird Dennis completely flipped. Why would you not want to eat one of these every single day of your life? <laughs> Yeah, Mac is taking a pretty woman and throwing a Dennis's way. <laughs> I mean, they're delicious. They're full of carbs, <laughs> which is great for a pump, and they're cheap as shit. And while he's saying this, he's injecting himself with the insulin. It's just fucking crazy. Do you stick it in your stomach? Um, no. Well, you have be. a diabetic cat. You could tell us maybe more than I could. I mean, um, no, my cat. Well, you just sort of scrunch up the back of his neck and you. Like stick it into like the folds in the back of his neck. He doesn't even notice or care. Yeah, I don't know where you do it on a on a human. I mean, it, I don't think you just jam it in your stomach. I could be wrong, but he just jams it in his stomach. It seems <laughs> like a few times, <laughs> just sitting down. Like <laughs> yeah, like I don't yeah I don't. I don't, I don't know if you could reuse it. a needle. Like no, no way. Yeah, yeah. I I, I he I don't know if he's doing it right, but yeah, he's got his insulin there, and. They're doing this, like, no restrictions. This yeah, they, they no- sort of built this, like, behind the scenes. Like, we didn't hear about it. We didn't see about it. But, like, now this it's happening. Yeah, like, they built this whole, like, no restrictions campaign for their life. Right? Right. And they're having a good time. But what does Dennis really want? Like, what are they, what, they going to go do something else? Like, what, can they, what does he really want? More than anything else in the world? Yeah. Crack. Crack. Crack cocaine. I thought you were going to say, like, pizza, <laughs> buffalo wings or something. No, it's crack. No, no, no. I, I want crack. Crack cocaine. Uh, uh, so, uh, Max never had but, crack. Oh, he is going to love it. <laughs> that, that, my line of the episode right there. <laughs> Dude, you are going to love it. This is when Dennis gets a phone call from who? From Charlie? We don't know. He, sa- he says, oh, you." he gets a phone call and he says, oh, you did? Oh, okay. Da, da 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 da. Then when he hangs up the phone, he says, he says that apparently Charlie has vomited blood all over some woman, and D is sucking off Don Cheadle or something. <laughs> how would if if it was Charlie calling? How does Charlie know about D and Don Cheadle? Apparently, you know Frank probably called Roxy or something. Oh, maybe. Yeah, it's just a weird sort of. He gets filled in. On everything that's been happening in the episode by one person, and they nobody, no one has been together. True. I mean, plus they did have an arrangement to go back at the bar, so yeah. Frank could propose. I don't know. I'm assuming like Frank called uh, D or something. So Dennis fills in Mac, and they figure let's go get crack from Roxy. Let's get crack from Roxy. But before that, they're going to go down the John Wanamaker's. Do you, you look up what a John Wanamaker's is? No, I didn't, but I have been in a Tommy Bahama store. You have? Well, <laughs> John Wanamaker's is a, like a department store like in Philadelphia. It's like a Philadelphia thing. There's like oh, a guy named John it, Wanamaker. It's a Philadelphia regional thing. thing. It's a regional thing, yeah. It's a Philadelphia like, thing. To us, it would be like Bob's Furniture or something. Maybe, yeah. Or, or Bernie yeah, and Phil's. Right. Yeah, something like that. 
But you have you bought a Tommy Bahama shirt? <laughs> no, I haven't bought one. Um, I went to visit my uh, uncle in uh, Florida, and he made a thing of like, oh, we got to go to the Tommy Bahama store. And I'm like, oh, is that like a cool, wait, what is the Tommy Bahama <laughs> I don't know what that is. And it was um, what you see. It's not, not great. No, they're ugly as shit, but they do hide your fat. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I should get some Tommy Bahama <laughs> shirts. So, at Charlie and Frank's apartment, the entire gang assembles to watch Frank propose to Roxy. And then, Roxy dies. Mac and Dennis are uh, standing here in their new shirts. Mm-hmm. They got their Tommy Bahamas on. We, we heard about it. We just see it. Dennis is excited for crack. He's all excited to get some. Mm-hmm. He seems to be in a good mood. There's candles. There's rose petals that Frank and Charlie are tossing around. Really setting the mood. What's up, ass dicks? D comes barging through the door. See, now she's even, like, taking Roxy's, like, language. Right, yeah. She, this is, she's, she's not taking no shit no more, and she's becoming a foot girl. And they're just like, <laughs> wh- like, why even say this to them? They don't care, like. Yeah, wh- whatever, gross. Frank, you ready? <laughs> <laughs> that is how it happens, though. It's, like, so dismissive. It's like, all right, whatever. Who <laughs> Frank, you ready? And she's like all excited. She's like smiling. I'm becoming a foot girl. She's like happy about this. Uh, yeah, so Charlie grabs a radio and Frank proposes to her. Roxy's, Roxy's some good shit. Oh, Charlie uh, wrangles everybody up. He's like, oh, you know, uh, Roxy Frank would like to say a few words. Everybody gather around. Mm-hmm. And Frank Frank proposes. Mm-hmm. Gets down on one knee. You are good we shit. Should, you are good shit. <laughs> and I want to make this legit. Is it, is this like supposed to be like rhymey? Is he is this like a poem? Frank is, or it just happens to start out that way. I didn't even realize it rhymed. Good shit and legit. I didn't. I didn't even. I've heard of too legit to quit. I never heard of. <laughs> Good shit, legit. Anyway, you're a good shit, and I want to make this legit. I'm still going to pay you, but I want you to stop <laughs> banging other guys. What do you say? You want to be my wife or what? Oh, sh- oh no, she says, holy shit. And she's, she starts convulsing, yeah, and she goes down. <laughs> she, yeah, she just starts to get woozy and, and hits the ground. Uh, oh, she does that. She's been drinking excessively. <laughs> yeah, D says it like it's happened three times today. <laughs> like yeah. she's had a like Kickstarter, and Frank says the bitch is dead. Why does he have to say it like that? I don't know. I I mean he why stop? <laughs> I think I think it's because Frank is unspeakably crass. <laughs> so uh, yeah, well you know she had she was smoking crack on the car ride there and all day. She's got no pulse. You know, Dennis wants to call an ambulance. Mac, oh, I think Mac is the first to jump. Like, Holy shit, call 911. Right. They start, like, not knowing what to do. And Dee starts trying to dial 911. And then Charlie stops her. Charlie's yeah, no, the one no, no, to no, say, whoa, no, no, no. <laughs> Doesn't look good. He's covered in blood. Dead hooker in my apartment. Doesn't really look good for me. I'm covered in blood. Plus, D smoked some crack on the way there. Oh, you cr- bitch. <laughs> Dennis is jealous. Dennis. Yeah. Oh, you bitch. She stops. <laughs> I, li- I like how uh, earlier in the episode, Dennis knew he had to leave the the crack environment, and then D right. stayed in it and did it anyway. And did crack. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It was like indicative of like what happens when you stick around, I guess. Yeah. 
so they they start they they come up with a plan with maybe they could just put her in the hallway and they'd still call it'd be anonymous you know they're still calling yeah from payphone yeah well frank what do you think <laughs> i think roxy would have wanted it that way <laughs> well there you, you go <laughs> i mean frank would know yeah i mean that, that's it and then like frank's like hey, i'm gonna i want to say a few words and they're like yeah yeah yeah, yeah make let's it make, nice. it nice. <laughs> make it nice let's make the whole thing nice <laughs> the music starts playing and frank does his little speech Roxy, God bless you. You were a good whore. You serviced me like no one ever did. Not only my crank, but my heart. And I'm going to miss you. Amen. The acting. His acting is so I know. Good. It, like, like, he was like, ah, not only my crank. Like the way he like, yeah, just like, but my know, heart. Like, yeah. The way, the way he turns uh, to, he, but my heart. And he gestures like. Yeah. And then even, the way, even the way he goes, I'm going to miss you. Like the way he says I'm gonna it. I'm going to miss like, you. Uh, not only my crank. I love referring to his <laughs> as a like, crank. <laughs> and then uh, pr- uh, Oh Pretty Woman by Roy Orbison starts playing. Mm-hmm. Did that song, uh, Was that, I, I didn't look this song up, but I wonder if it was made, was it made for the movie? No, it wasn't. Oh. This, this this song was made in 1964. Oh. Um, it was a pretty huge hit, like almost worldwide. Um, yeah. I mean, Golden Months and, uh, you know, it's essentially just about love at first sight. I mean, it's not sure. really. Yeah. It just happens to fit the title of "Pretty Woman." It's got a catchy beat. Yeah. Do 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 do. All right, that's the end of the episode. There, uh, they put it out in the hallway, and yeah, yeah, they just hit the bricks. What? Uh, what is your favorite character? Uh, my favorite character. I'm gonna give it to uh, Frank for his acting this episode. Wow, yeah, his acting. Uh, but I'm gonna give it to Roxy. I love Roxy. We'll yeah, see she's her so again. cool. I, I was gonna say when she's like laying dead on the ground, like did they do something with her eyes? Like I don't know. Her eyes are open. Her eyes are open. Yeah, her eyes are open. Well, they look open, and I'm wondering if like there like there's something oh, on know. the eyelid to make it look as as if it's open. Because they're incredibly still, it, it, like uh, CGI, probably. <laughs> uh, Roxy was nothing but a tennis ball on a string. She wasn't even there. <laughs> what is? Uh, what is your favorite bit of dialogue? Dude, you are going to <laughs> love it. I had a bunch this episode, but I think I'm going to go to to shut up, baby dick. Shut up, baby dick. I mean, it's, it's, and it's, that it's and like, can I too. offer you an egg in this trying time? Sure, like, offer you an egg. Those yeah. are huge lines, but like offhandedly, like. Just some of the dentist lines like maybe crack every time. Like, dude, you oh, fat yeah. as shit. Like, yeah. that made me laugh every time. I don't know. Dennis was the, bringing the funny. Yeah, Dennis and the. And what is your favorite uh, scene? Uh, at the doctor's office. Uh, mine's the doctor's office too. Yeah, definitely doctor's office. Yeah, the whole everything that's happening there, the pan over. Yeah, I mean oh. it has everything. And just like Dennis is like classic, like long running like lines. He'll go on like three to four sentences and they're like the hummingbirds. Like, yeah, yeah, it was all magic. It was all there. So that brings us to the Always Sunny Wiki Trivia Challenge. These are three trivia facts that are on the website, the Wiki Always Sunny website. And these are, one of them is actually from the website, and two of them are made up by me. So, Ross, please, tell me the one that is the actual trivia fact from the website. All right. Here we go. Number one. An alternate title of this episode is Mac Puts On Mass. Number two. An alternate title for this episode was Frank Reynolds Gets Remarried. 
Number three, an alternate title for this episode was Frank's New Whore. Interesting. It's funny because I used to I used to in my trivia always make up some sort of fake new title, but this one actually had. I know, a new like this one. Title. I don't know. Um, <laughs> if I'm gonna pick, I'm gonna go with the first one. Mac put on mass. Mac puts on mass. That is incorrect. It was much more crass than that. The original title the was whore. Frank's new whore wife. Oh, I didn't hear you say whore oh, wife. Sorry, maybe I did. I thought it was Frank's like new <laughs> Frank's new whore. I was like, I don't know. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Frank's whore new whore wife, wife. would have made sense. Yeah. Um, no, I still wouldn't have gotten it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's too big of a, a risk. Too too crass. Uh, but I thought that was interesting because I used to always make up a fake second title and it was never one of those. Mm-hmm. But they actually had a second title in the trivia this time. All right, that brings us to our final thoughts here. Ross... Is this episode unspeakably crass, or did this episode not only service your crank, but also your heart? Service my crank, but also my heart. It, it's <laughs> yeah. great. There's so many references to past episodes, like the Don uh-huh. Cheadle, Donovan McNabb guy. I mean, like... The Donovan McNabb guy makes, like... Dude, I mean, that, that's whose idea a, was that? I know, to bring him back even, to do it in the first place is funny and unusual, Right, right. To Just do a it, random guy being done that for no reason. Exactly, and to yeah. and for a writer to see, oh, they did this before. Can we do it again? Yeah. And will it be funny? Like yeah. it does work, and I don't know. I, it's like, do, can we call this back three years later, or whatever the fuck it is? Right. You know I mean? Will like, anyone care? Like I don't know. It's a risk, but I like it. I love it. It's such a great decision. Yeah, there's there's tons of callbacks, and then they're not done in an obnoxious way. Like no. it's kind of like impossible. Like they do the impossible. R- for real, this whole season is is pretty nuts. This this season, this season used to be, uh, uh, I think, universally known as the worst season. I think this season, the the Mackets fan yeah. season. Uh, I think people unanimously didn't like season seven because Mac gained weight, and then. They felt like just some, everything they was just going off. Swings. Yeah, they took like some going to Jersey. Swings. Yeah, next yeah. episode. I mean, but I think in retrospect, it's I think one of the now funniest. It's one of the most beloved seasons. Exactly. Yeah, in, in retrospect, it's like this. This season has Frank's little beauties, which is like that's I mean, like it has to be one of the best. <laughs> it's like the second best episode or something. I mean, this episode. I mean, this season's got some great episodes, and uh, yeah, Frank's little beauties is, is like a top. In the high school reunion too. The I mean, high school reunion is great. Like I mean, his staffing when he's like at the trunk. <laughs> we find out Max's real name and shit. Like this. Like, yeah. All the callbacks. A lot of crazy. revelations. Yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah. wonderful surprise. Yeah, we some good. I I gotta say the next episode. The well, that brings us. Let's get to it. Uh, what do we get going on uh, next time we record? Next time we record, we have the gang goes to Jersey Shore. You know, I've re- I, I haven't seen this episode in a while, but this always used to be my least favorite episode Same. for a long time. Yeah. This but it's got some stuff to it. Th- I have to say, this and Frank's brother are the, the two episodes this season, and then I'm like not thrilled to right. go back and watch. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to feel completely is, different, but who knows? Frank's brother is pretty funny. It, it's a different style, which I which, right. which is like a big swing, like we were just no, talking totally. about. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but I'm 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 happy to revisit the the Jersey episode because I think there's there's a lot of funny in there. Them mm. drinking the um, Charlie sunblock. drinking the sunblock. <laughs> yeah, uh, rum ham. 
Classic. Rum ham, of course. That becomes like a huge meme sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. D's braids. <laughs> D's braids. And, um, oh, yeah. Charlie hooking up and with the, the waitress. waitress. Yeah, the supposedly. Waitress being, uh, yeah, I don't know if it happens. We'll talk about it. Yeah, that. I don't remember. What, what but actually, we'll find out. Yeah. Because it is like a, they're both like tripping on something. Mm hmm. And so it is. It's unclear what actually went down. Yeah, but, it's, uh, it's unclear if she was there in the first place. Kind of right. The whole thing is like, kind like of what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. But thank you everybody for coming back and and uh, taking a chance, uh, taking hanging out over the hiatus and waiting and <laughs> or whatever you're doing, and then logging uh, back in and you, 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 pressing the play button. There's gonna be so many people that just don't come back. I mean, oh, I know that. I want it. Yeah, I, I know. Like, so you, you were gone like a year. <laughs> we were gone for so long. Like, just <laughs> like, I found gone. a different podcast about it. So he's sunny, or I, I, I'm on a different TV show right now. Right, exactly. Uh, but but you know, over the break, we have been getting some nice emails and messages and support and wa- hoping we come back, which is always nice to hear. And yeah, it's always great to hear. And I just want to shout out Adam S., who sent some emails of his observations and whatnot from our first couple episodes, our first season. And it's cool and everything. I glad, I'm glad you're taking the, me- the, 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 you know, glad you're listening and sending us stuff. But it's, it, it's like seven seasons ago where it's too late. We're not going to. Yeah, guys, uh, if you're going to, like, um, write in and, um, I don't know, correction corner or anything like that, just do note that, like, we probably recorded that this, years ago at this point. Yeah, keep and, it within the season. And yeah. Then we'll, we'll, but, but we appreciate it, whatever. Yeah, or give us something to look forward to talking about, I, I would say. Like, like yeah. what's what's coming up next season or this season that we could mention, bring up, and share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, we appreciate the uh, feedback nonetheless. Uh, we, I'm always amazed anytime anyone listens for like a split <laughs> yeah, second. Yeah, listens, writes in. Yeah, it's like, wait, really? You're wasting your time with us? <laughs> uh, but all right, uh, well, I guess that's it for uh, our season premiere, Ross. Yeah. We came in at a cool hour and a half. I like it. That's that's nice and tight, <laughs> and that's where we'll be this whole season, I think. <laughs> I hope so. But uh, we don't even know what our schedule is. We don't know when this is going to re- be released. We don't know when the next episode is going to be released after you do hear this one. Yeah. So everybody, like, um, I don't just know. Just calm down. Just yeah. Everyone calm relax. down. Hang in there. We'll you'll get them when we've done them. We, yeah, we'll do them on our kind of leisure or whatever. We just do them. We put them out. Yeah. Uh, who, who cares? The, the everything's fleeting. Everything sucks. I Nothing know. matters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know. Things are busy for the both of us, so we got to take a lax approach uh, for this season, at least, I think. And yeah. uh, just, I don't know, going forward, I think. Yeah, whatever. All right, so uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. We appreciate that. And until next episode, a good, good day, day to use. use. Always Sunny Cast is not endorsed or affiliated with Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the FXX Network, or Philadelphia. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of Eric Regan and Ross Northrup. Email thoughts, questions, suggestions, corrections, or things we just plain forgot to alwayshoneycastpod at gmail.com. And if you have a moment, please rate, subscribe, and review the podcast. And as always, thanks for listening, you jabronis. Hi, I'm Wilford Brimley, and I've had diabetes for about 20 years. 
I stay active and I feel pretty good most of the time. See, I do a few simple things now. I'm not perfect, but I try and watch my diet and exercise and I check my blood sugar. And I get all my diabetic testing supplies from Liberty Medical. If you're 65 or over and on Medicare, call Liberty, they can help you live a better life. Hundreds of thousands of people trust Liberty. They're the nation's leader in home delivery of diabetic testing supplies. Bring everything you need right to your door. Fill out your insurance forms, even bill Medicare or your insurance company, and you pay no money up front. Oh, and they carry all the brands. If you have diabetes, you check your blood sugar, and you check it off, and there's no reason not to. And call Liberty. They can help you live a better life. For more information on free home delivery, call toll-free 1-800-574-4159.